0: Burn. all right it's time for the roundup of everything that happened on the show at the weekend we had some big guests talking to us about some big big projects on saturday we talked to charlie Puth all about his brand new song light switch teaming up with justin bieber and the kid laroi on that massive track stay and also his joy of teasing his fans Here's what he had to say about that. Charlie, do you enjoy toying with your audience? Because you have, I think you literally put the, pre, the pre-save the pre out for this song in September.
1: <laughs> I, you know, it, it's, a, it's a bit of a hybrid of two things. Because I definitely wanted to involve people in the songwriting mm. process. And that, of course, would take a while. Um, because that's how long it usually takes for me to make a song. But I also like didn't have to share everything. I didn't. Mind that people were going crazy, but my goal was not to make them mad at me, but it was a hybrid of two. Mm -hmm.
0: And in that time as well, I mean, you were posting there about old tracks listening to Marvin Gaye again, listening to some of the older songs. Is that something that you were purposely doing in your own self to kind of see the journey you've gone on and something even like you know COVID has very much made us all reflect back over the last uh, number of years and and see what we've done but for you was it a real moment to kind of collect everything and go oh this is what I've done this is where I am now
1: yeah I mean exactly as you said I mean sometimes when we're in the thick of it we forget we we kind of focus too heavily on what's next and I'm definitely guilty of that but I don't know, I was just looking at, I never listen to my music after it's out and I just kind of pulled up my, um, my page one day and started listening to all the songs I put out. I'm like, wow, I've only put out two albums, but I have mm. like a lot of songs that were, you know, reached across the world many, many times. And that's a pretty big accomplishment. And I should stop being so damn hard on myself, but that's a tall order.
0: That is a tall order but also that is the the words of someone who just strives to do more and more and even when he's on downtime or at least perceived downtime to us he's going off and making the biggest track in the entire world would stay um
2: yeah. I mean, <laughs> <That's not bad.
1: laughs> it was That's a blessing in itself i had no idea i don't think any of us knew that that song was going to be as big as it was
0: do you do you still get surprised by those things because obviously you've had um big, big songs, songs that have gone number one in multiple countries, even all the way back to, to the beginning of Whiz and everything, you know, songs that just blew the hell up. Do you still genuinely get the shock when something like that happens and it becomes yeah. something even beyond something that even Justin might have even
1: anticipated? Absolutely. 100%. I couldn't even believe Light Switch in the, in the States, the Light Switch uh i was just about to call it the light switch song light switch <laughs> in, like top 10 It was my highest debuted song ever just first day and it's only been out for a couple of days and i i and i'm i'm shocked and everybody and and i when i posted a little TikTok of me being like i can't believe how many streams and plays and whatever the hell it's getting everyone's like well what do you expect And I said, what do I expect? I I expect not this. I I, I don't find myself that impressive, to be completely honest. I'm so happy. It feels like I'm a brand new artist putting out a song like I've never put out a song before.
0: Well, you are the only person I'd say in the entire world who thinks that way. So (laughs) (laughs) remain in your little bubble. Um, Um, Bubble? When it comes to light switch as well, I mean, we saw the orange origins of it. Um, that first moment with, you know, the light switch clicking on the TikTok. Do you have confidence in a moment like that where you put something like that online and you're like, oh, I, I have to take this somewhere? Or are you willing to kind of just throw those things to the side as well? Because from the moment that happened, people were like, yeah, we want it now. Give it to us now. And you are committed to that
1: then rather than actually going, oh, maybe it's not something I want.
0: Thank God, it's
1: brilliant. But <laughs> I, oh, I, I, I made the song as a joke. Okay. Like, yeah, I assumed I, because
0: I remember all the way back to we've talked about this before the, the Chucky Poo days. I remember those sort of songs where you'll
1: be playful, you know, and I remember <laughs> you showed me all my old my old. <laughs> <laughs> I cannot believe I'm at a place. I can't. That's been like five years since we did that. That was crazy. Yeah, thereabouts uh, But I yeah, I mean I definitely had to finish lights which when millions of people told me at one time screaming at me literally to finish it so i had no choice
0: and with the music video as well um it's kind of around the idea of changing things about ourselves to benefit other people's perception of ourselves um for you as an artist i mean you're probably sort of in this game longer than people assume or, or or know about when we talk about you know the youtube days and everything else in between so were there points in your career where you had to kind of stop that whole idea of losing sight of being part of the machine and going, what do people want from me? And do I have to lean in that direction or can I just follow my own intuition and figure out what I want to be as an artist?
1: Well, for a while there, I think I, I'd say in like 2019 and one of my good friends, uh, told me that, uh, it it was Elton John. And I, 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 did I tell this story already? It was like Elton John <laughs> literally told me my music sucked in 2019 and I agreed with him because I was working with too many people. I was trying too hard to be cool and I, I lost sight of why I was making music uh, in the first place. I, I So I, I scrapped that whole album and that was terrible. And I'm so glad I did that because this album is so much better than anything i've ever made before and i'm very excited for you to hear i'm excited for everybody to hear it's the it's the it's me being overly honest is this album absolutely
0: buzz for that um you mentioned elton there i mean i spoke to him two or three months ago and you were the first name that he brought up when it came to making that record and the flourishing friendship that has come there because you guys lived close to each other and just the consequence of that I mean, you have worked with an incredible amount of artists who are at the top of their game. We just mentioned Bieber. We mentioned, you know, another, uh, you know, host, if we could mention another host of people. But when it comes to someone like Elton, who's cemented in the history of music in in so many ways, how has that been for you? Kind of working with him, being included on that album, but also just the outside of what we see, the, the benefit of having someone like that creatively in your world?
1: It's just very, I, I thought, it was going to be nerve wracking. I thought I, it was gonna be, you know, because I'm in the presence of the great Elton John, who literally invented a genre of music. Mm-hmm. But I, when I spoke to him, it's like I was speaking to, like, just a slightly older version of myself, who was just a wee bit more knowledgeable, <laughs> just a little bit. Just and a little bit. It, it was so, <laughs> It was so relieving because he was just saying everything that was on my mind. It's like we were completing each other's sentences. And the fact that we live two doors down from each other is just atrociously hilarious. And
0: something that I've always, you know, enjoyed about you is how connected you have been with that audience. You say it was a certain amount of people, but it's the world now. And TikTok has been a massive, massive thing for you over the course of that. How has it felt? Because like, I remember back in YouTube days, back, 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 back. There was almost this sort of moment where where people felt like they had to turn their back on social media platforms like that in order to succeed as an artist. Whereas now it's such a core
1: thing. At the very beginning of when See You Again came out, I was like, I got to wipe all my old YouTube videos. Mm -hmm. Now I kind of regret doing that and any artist that kind of pretends that they don't know how to use TikTok and like oh what what is what is this how do I turn this on it's like you know how to turn it on you know how to hit record you might not know how to do all the crazy dances but, but you know how to do it don't like front and be pretend that you're bono and just <laughs> that was a, that was a good example for, it for was a great example yeah, for the territory exactly yeah. i just i just you know popped into but you know what? You know what I mean? Like, it's 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 all because even Bono would get on TikTok and and utilize it. It's just I feel like it, you would. Yeah, it's long overdue. Yeah. <laughs> just <laughs> I think
0: like, you could be the man to do it as well. The same.
1: If he wants any help, I can tell him how to, you know, the new marketing plan is just oversharing the process of how you made a song. And then by the time you put it out, everybody knows it.
0: 100 percent um dude congratulations on this um i'm so glad the world is listening but they always have been in my eyes because everything you've done so far has been an absolute joy and i feel like this is this is a real big moment so congratulations thanks man love charlie booth so much and just and was so excited for that album especially just how he talks about it being a reinvention and it always feels like a reinvention when an artist halfway through their career not halfway through their career but a number of years into their career uh, names their album after their name and this album of course is called Charlie now next up we talk to Nick Offerman all about his role in the brand new television series Pam and Tommy which tells the story of the leaked tape of Pamela Anderson and of course Tommy back in the 90s he plays the man who leaks it out everywhere. And of course, you'll know him as Ron Swanson from Parks and Rec. Here's what he had to say. Thank you so much for having a chat with us. Congratulations on this. I streamed it all in one go, so uh, I guess that's a good sign. I don't know if that's advisable anymore, but um, uh, I thoroughly, thoroughly, thoroughly enjoyed it. And as an honorary Irishman yourself with your uh, Guinness heritage as well, uh, it's great to see you in there representing us.
2: Thank you. I, I appreciate it. And I'm, I'm proud to wield my pint. <laughs>
0: um, it brought me back, straight back, so um, I have good memories of the 90s, but things like the uh, the dial-up tone and everything else in between were incredibly triggering <laughs> as well at the same time. For you, getting back into that world, was it bringing back memories of the 90s to you and, and the sort of era that it was in so many
2: ways? Yeah, I mean, it, it was really uh in, incredibly elucidating the, the the as you said the uh the the triggering sounds and sights uh of the period had us you know and 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 the the story points in this narrative mm-hmm. we had to keep reminding ourselves oh right you, you couldn't you couldn't google anything uh, you couldn't <laughs> you know you couldn't look up uh any you couldn't even You know, if you wanted to watch content, you had to like acquire uh, uh, a video tape, um, and you know, like CDs were were a thing, Um, and so it it really uh, it really fueled um, I don't know the 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 pre-information age, as it were. You know, where we now have we all have computers in our pockets.
0: Completely. I think uh, a lot of people are going to watch this who weren't born in that era, the Gen Z, and go, "What the hell? <laughs> what?" And realize how blessed they are to be able to share memes of you nine, you know, nine times a day if they want
2: to. It's funny. I mean, I think for for the sake of like editing and expedience, even the internet stuff we did with the dial tone and and the mm. super slow modem stuff, even that was exponentially sped up for the purposes. Of- <laughs> <laughs> because, I mean, you would just, like, it, to just load a photo, you would, like, sit there, you'd cut. You go, go make a meal and come back, and it's, like, a third photo.
0: 84 years later, yeah, I did actually think when it first came up on screen, I was like, oh, well, were they going to do all of this? Are they going to do all of this? For you, I guess, diving into the world of Uncle Milty, did you really kind of try and build up who he was as a person, or did you take as many liberties as you could? I
2: know, um there was not a lot of uh, stuff available at all in fact it it seemed like uh uncle milty may have even like wiped himself from the internet like we, we could find very little research about him other than than his involvement in this story but i mean it was it was not hard to discern you know his workplace and those kind of relationships uh and so i don't know i mean you know, the, uh, I'm, I'm 51. I, I'm not particularly titillated as I was in my youth. And so, um, and it was, I mean, and, and I I think, and I think it plays in the, in the show that these people, this is their job, you know, this is their everyday world. And so instead, so there's kind of a banality to it. Um, and that and that's something I really relished. I really loved the, the work a day sense of like I could have been making donuts or I was shooting porn where either way it was like, All right, let's go to work. Uh, you know, you guys uh, can can you please shave that a little better or, you know, uh let's let's uh let's have a little more enthusiasm. Okay, here we go. And to me that, you know, Bringing that sort of work-a-day sensibility to anything I do always makes me laugh
0: yeah i thought that was brilliant especially even when they were going around all the offices to pitch it for the first time even just seeing all the people in the background of the offices i was thinking that was someone's mom and that was someone's dad and that was their just general day-to-day life was just working on that and it was that normal um when it comes to it as well when hell of a hairstyle you rock it completely um when did it claw you back to any in your past did you have did you rock any ones that you've definitely wanted to not be on the internet and definitely remove from your existence
2: Um, I I never, I've always, because I've never gotten, I've never gotten to grow my hair very long, uh, mainly because I work as an actor. And so you have to, you know, either be wigged or, or, you know, uh, always always get a haircut for whatever my part is. And so uh, the haircuts that stick out in my head are like I, a couple different times I did a Mr. T where I had a mohawk <laughs> that splits in the back and then two little strips come over the ears into a beard. Um, I've done that in natural and blonde. Um, and I did, I did a, a production of Clockwork Orange on stage at Steppenwolf in Chicago where I shaved my head, but I kept the front inch of hair down into a big beard and then I dyed it fuchsia, uh, and it, it looked so insane. It, it looked like a faceplate that had been like <laughs> stuck, stuck on a weird giant cyborg. So I, I definitely love looking bizarre. Uh, my wife, not so much. She, uh, there's been a couple times where she's made me wear uh, a beanie if I if I was gonna get in bed with her. <laughs>
0: Speaking of in bed, Tommy and and of course, Pam did not want them being in bed to be everywhere across the world. But that is something that you did share um, and that I miss
2: completely. I miss hearing you in bed. So is that something that we will be hearing again? that's a great question uh we uh, we had a really fun time doing a, a season of our, our i'm assuming you're talking about our podcast i am i am <laughs> uh, in, in bed with nick and megan um yeah the, it, it's you know it remains to be seen we i don't know yet what's going to happen we uh are lucky enough to have a lot of plates spinning in, in our household circus so mm-hmm. i just had a book come out I'm, I'm building some stuff at my wood shop right now megan's shooting a movie and a tv show simultaneously and mm. so uh the, we're, the the future is always a question mark but i hope we get to do more because it was really fun
0: i really loved it i thought it was great um i remember you mentioning the name of todd reich um did you ever figure out where he is now? He won the best actor, didn't he? Or he was most likely to be Tom Cruise in your school when you were younger. Did he ever get in touch with you to say, this is what I'm doing
2: now? Or is he I, just
0: supposed to you know ashamed? What? I don't.
2: It's interesting. I, I, I don't hear from a lot of my high school classmates. Um, a few of them, just a few of them that I was closest with. But I, I wouldn't bet that, that a lot of them get so far as to read my books. Uh, like maybe they've seen it on the TV, but I, I'd be dubious that Todd would ever have read one of my books. Um, I think he's still around our hometown. I feel like I've heard tell that you know he uh, is a businessman, and I, I think you know has a a happy life. But yeah, no, he he it, it, he simply was the cutest guy. Like there was no other reason to, uh, equate him with, uh, Tom Cruise. And so he was, he was <laughs> never in any danger. I mean, it's fine. He also, and he also was one of our greatest athletes with, which, you know, Tom Cruise is, is a great action star. So yeah, same thing uh, I can, you know, my, my pride has, uh, has perhaps, uh, become leavened enough that I could, I could be more okay with Todd Reich these days. <laughs> okay. It, it, oh, it, dude, it, um,
0: I've been an absolute um, pure fan of everything you've done. Congratulations on it. And, and this especially, like I said, I binged it all in one go. And the reason is I just couldn't, I couldn't get my eyes away from it. So congratulations.
2: Thank you so much. I sure appreciate it. One, two. Stephen Byrne on 2FM. The sound of the nation.